Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Barely 116 degrees in the Valley of the Sun today. That's where Mike Claiborne is with the Cardinals on the heels of their 10-6 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks last night. Claves is with us on the Celebrity Line with uh, Brooke and Carrie. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Uh, I'm trying to stay cool. So is there is there any golf on the horizon today for Mike Claiborne? There's not a chance on this planet. We <laughs> have the other ones in the solar system. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. Somebody went for a walk yesterday, and they walked the course, which, first of all, I don't know why anybody would take a walk. They didn't see anybody on the golf course. Uh-huh. And, and where we're staying is it's a golf course here. But it's so hot, man, that um, the floor in my hotel room is warm. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I've never... We landed on a Sunday night. It was one oh three at night. Oh my goodness! Wow. So it's so hot that uh, the dogs are chasing the cats, and they're both walking. <laughs> no, it's a crawl. Uh, and you know what? You know what? The dog gave up. He jacked it. I catch you next week. Hey, He's not going too far. How about the uh, relentlessness of this ball club last night? Well, you know what I. I this 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 is the biggest head scratching team I've ever been on, uh, because there's a lot going on. I mean, there's there's every agent in America, along with every scout that seems to be following this team now here we're in Arizona, and it's got to be a distraction that they know that every game they play is one more game, one less game they're going to play with each other by the end of the weekend, and they just found a way. I mean, they just found a way last night to to come back from again bad pitching. Uh, that cost this team on countless occasions. And uh, they're just resilient because if you look at that ninth inning, everybody in order was doing something. And if they didn't do something in that inning, you know, we, you had some other guys that contributed earlier. I mean, they, it, listen, the offense is not the problem with this ball club. I mean, they, they've always been able to hit. Now, there are going to be some teams that throw a little cold water on them. But at the end of the day, this this team is as resilient as I've ever seen, and yet they – they can't get out of their own way on certain situations. Klaibs, how do you think you're talking about pitching? How do you restructure the pitching staff moving forward for 2024? Because you're talking about starting pitching, but we've been talking about the bullpen as well. And it's a good question, uh, Brooke, that we've all been kind of wondering about. Because let's say this. Okay, if you're going to trade pitching, then where's the pitching going to come from? Because you don't have it in your organization. There's no one that's really big league ready at this point. So the people that you get in return, well, if they're that close, then why why is it the other team keeping them? So you're in a real quandary right now with regard to how you're going to staff enough pitching to be competitive next year. Uh, I'm not sure if we want to go out on the free agent market again. It hasn't seemed to work out here recently. Um, you know, you want to try and trade for somebody that, that you have control over. 
But this is a league-wide problem. Everybody, everyone is looking for pitching, and there just isn't enough to go around. So uh, the Cardinals are going to have to be creative. Um, they're going to have to be lucky. Um, and they're going to have to just really bear down. And, and maybe they have to go out and re-sign some of the guys that they, they're going to try and trade. Claves, I, I just want to say you are one of the coolest guys I know. So for you to be hot, it must really be hot <laughs> out there. Yeah, you know what? I said that to myself yesterday. <laughs> I'm cool. This is uncool. I mean, seriously, man, it is. You know, it was like it, you know, like they said. Well, it's a dry heat. It's kind of like an oven compared to St. Louis, where it, the humidity overtakes you. This this area here, they have these winds that are blowing. It's just like somebody opened up an oven and just went full. <laughs> it's, 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 I've never seen anything like it. And they're going to break a record. They think they may break the, uh, may, maybe have some rain by the end of the week, but they've gone 25 consecutive days of over 110 degrees. Wow. That's ridiculous. Clubs, you were talking about yeah. the, the, the pitching. And, again, if you're trading away pitching, you're not going to get major league ready pitching coming in return because, as you said, those guys would just be added to those rosters that, that, that our players were traded to, which means that they're going to have to develop some players. What is your faith in the Cardinals organization developing pitching? Because as it stands right now, you're probably looking at Miles Michaelis as the only returning starter going into 2024. Well, you, you're going to pay Steven Matt. So he'll be around, uh, I would think, unless you can put him in a deal. But, you know, if you look at the rotation now, Michaelis, Matt, uh, Flaherty, Montgomery, Wainwright, there's only one guy in that organization, only one guy that you developed in the organization, and that's Flaherty. Everybody else you had to get from somewhere else. Mm. So maybe you have to step back and take a look at what you're doing on that front. How are you developing pitching? And, and I think that when you look at that, scenario, you have to also look around the league and see who is developing pitching. I mean, you know, is it Tampa? I would say, yeah, but then I say, well, wait a minute, what about Matthew Libertor? He, 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 can't, he can't help you right now. So, you know, it, it's something that I think you have to step back and just say, all right, this is a new day. We can't teach pitching like we used to. This is now a swing in this league. Okay? You know, we were a pitch to contact that we had good defense. Well, you know what, pitch to contact doesn't work like it used to. So I think the philosophy overall is, is going to have to be reviewed. And I think there's some other areas that probably need to be reviewed with regard to analytics because defensive positioning has not been there this year. I mean, they're hitting where we ain't. And so when you look at that, you, you look at the catching situation, you know, we don't, have, we don't have a catching coordinator. You know, Yadier Molina was our catching coordinator. but He's not here anymore. There's nobody here officially that teaches catching uh, on the minor league level or the big league level. So there's, you know, there's a lot of things that probably need to be reevaluated uh, you know, if you want to move forward. Now, if you want to re- you know, regress and step back and let somebody else be the team of the division, if not the National League, then be my guest. But I don't think, I don't think the Cardinals are going to go that route. I think they're going to try and step back and uh, reevaluate things and try and you know, maybe redesign themselves a little bit. Claves, a couple of weeks ago, I, I likened this catcher situation to a group project. Uh, Yadier Molina was the A student, and all of the other pitchers just showed up for the group project, and they got an A. And now you got Wilson Contreras, yeah. who may be a C-plus, B-minus student, but you're going to have to put in some work in order for you all to get an A, and the pitchers have not seemed like they're willing to put in the work to get that group project and make it an A. Do you see that as the case as well? Like everyone has yeah. to buy yeah. in and be a part of it? 
I do, but and I don't, I'm not sure if Contreras is the leader of the class. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I think we run across, you know, I don't think they're guys that trust them. I mean, I, I think we've seen a lot of guys. If you don't, if you're not convicted on throwing a pitch, it's not going to work. And and, and I'll, I'll I'll translate it in football terms. They call a play in a huddle, and you're not sure about it. You know, Kerry. Next thing you know, it's second and fourteen. Yep. I mean, it doesn't work. And you know, I think there's a trust factor that goes into it because here's the other thing. You know, when Yadi was here, he, nobody shook Yadi off because they trusted him. You know, there's times where Contreras would call for a slider like five or six times in a row, and then the seventh time it was it was hit. So I, I just really think that it comes down to a trust factor that doesn't exist as we speak because uh, of how the results have turned out. So, again, I go back to the fact that you're right about the fact you got to have an A student that's a leader. We don't have an A student right now. And, Clay, and you know, I, I'll tell you a guy who's really kind of emerged. Um, Yvonne Herrera has shown flashes of being that guy. Uh, he's as well-prepared as any young catcher I've seen. You know, he has his own set of notes compared to what the uh, the team gives him with regard to preparation as far as the opposition. So he has his own you know, cheat sheet that he goes with as well. So he's putting the work in. He just needs experience and just little things he can do. But, you know, the, the guy has really taken some leaps and bounds compared to this time last year. The other thing this team needs is serious bullpen help, right? They've got arms down there, but the, oh, the production isn't there. And it might need to be essentially a rebuilt bullpen. Yep, I agree. Um, you know, there's an, with the exception of Hicks, because he's closing and he's been effective, I don't think there's another guy out there that you really trust. You know, Chris Stratton has been a pretty solid guy. You know, but he's a bridge guy. He's a guy that gets you to the seventh, from the seventh inning to the eighth, or maybe the sixth to the seventh. But everybody else there has shown that they have a dent in their armor, and it just doesn't. They don't respond as well as you need them to. So I, I would agree, and I've always advocated this: we've never had legitimate experience in the bullpen. We've never had a Russ Springer, some other guys from yesteryear who had some real legitimate big league experience, other than Stratton. Everybody else you look at out there, this is their first legitimate rodeo. And I, I think it shows sometimes. I, th- I think it shows that maybe they haven't been in the fire or they haven't been in a high-leverage situation because of another organization and maybe they didn't get a long look. But here, look, man, this is a Cardinals and normally we're competing for something. And, and right now, we, we can't count on them on a daily basis. Michael, it's always good to hear your voice. So what are you going to do today? You just going to hang out in the hotel? Bro, I don't even walk near the window in my hotel. <laughs> that sounds miserable. I, mean, I was going to go for a swim, but I didn't want to get boiled. You know, so, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might write a letter to somebody. I don't know. It's just I'm not going out of this room until it's time to get on that bus, man. All right. Well, take care of yourself. Uh, tell us what's going on at ClavesOnline.com. Well, we're going to have a sit-down with Bob Nightingale, who seems to be all over this this trade deadline situation. Uh, that comes up on Thursday. Uh, Dr. Rick Lehman and Rammer have some uh, very insightful podcasts with regard to sports medicine. Uh, what else do we have going on? We have a walk in the fairway with Nick Ragone. That'll come your way on Thursday. Talk a little golf as the golf season is kind of winding down, but there's still some other things that are going on that we need to talk about, it's, it's including the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Some big announcements are coming up on that. 
And uh, we have the Weekend Joe with Joe Roger. He always has some interesting people and guests. And now he and I have kind of gotten off into this TV thing. And I keep forgetting how young Joe is. And I roll out. Joe Joe Roger didn't know Mission Impossible used to be a TV show. Oh, no. This is yeah, tragic. So he had to do his homework. And the first thing he, he, he when he finally watched, he said, Barbara Bain, pretty hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who hasn't seen Mission Impossible, you know, check out the TV show. And, and you know, it held up really well. And, yes, Barbara Bain, would, it was uh, quite strikingly attractive. Peter Graves, right? right? Peter Graves was the second. He was the second guy. Uh, Stephen Hill was the first guy. God, for, yeah. uh, Bill Phelps. And Stephen Hill went on to be part of Law & Order in the early years. He yeah. was the head guy. Adam. Uh, yeah. yeah, Adam. Uh, but Stephen Gray, I mean, Peter Graves, who was James Arness's brother from Gunsmoke. Now I know mm-hmm. I got some people reeling now. So there's <laughs> a lot of history to that show. I love it. So Brooke, Brooke and Carrie, get on it. Get, do your homework next week. We'll have a quiz for you. We, we do, <laughs> we've always talked about it. We do, And you can join me, Claves. We need to do a segment called Back in My Day. I'm in. So, you know what? I was telling somebody the, the other day, I think if you and I, Bob Ramsey, Earl Lawson, Chip Carey went to a trivia night, and maybe we take Roger because he thinks he's young and hip. <laughs> I think it'd be a wrap, man. Uh, we do I pretty good. I think we yeah, do pretty we, good. We, 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 but we're not we're, we're not playing for gift certificates to you know pasta <laughs> house or something. I mean, that's a great restaurant. I'm going. We need to be on the big stage. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's do it. All right. All right, Michael. I'm in. Have a great day, man. You guys have a great week. Take care. Thanks. See you later. Mike Claiborne, you can hear him tonight on the Cardinal Broadcasts on the Cardinal Network on KMOX. And, of course, you can see his great work at ClavesOnline.com.